Hey everyone, it's Allison Graves, but instead of your normal news update, we're going to play the second episode of our new podcast, Coronavirus in Florida. On this episode, we talk to our general assignment reporter, Zach Sampson, about the conflicting messages from state and federal officials on the scope of the problem. For now, we don't have a set schedule for the podcast, but we plan to publish more episodes in the coming weeks. You can listen to the latest episode by downloading it on your favorite podcast platform or by visiting tampabay.com slash podcasts. Hey everyone, my name is Allison Graves and welcome to Coronavirus in Florida, a podcast of the Tampa Bay Times. This episode was released on Thursday, March 12th. On this show, we'll talk to experts and reporters, share the facts behind the spread of the virus, and discuss what could happen next. Our aim is to answer your questions and counter the spread of misinformation about coronavirus and the disease it causes, COVID-19. On today's episode, we'll be talking about dealing with the massive flow of coronavirus information. With news about the virus moving so quickly, it can be hard to keep up with the facts, and even state officials have struggled to provide accurate information. Take, for example, what happened earlier this week. The Department of Health released an advisory recommending that anyone traveling internationally isolate themselves for 14 days, not just the country's hardest hit by coronavirus. Later, the state clarified, saying that only people who visited certain countries, China, Italy, Iran, and South Korea, should isolate. And even more recently, state and federal officials have conflicting takes on how bad the situation is in Florida, which is just adding to the confusion. At a White House press conference on Tuesday, Dr. Anthony Fauci, a leading infectious disease expert on the federal coronavirus task force, said that Florida is experiencing what's known as a community spread of the coronavirus. So what we're saying today is that although we keep coming in and saying appropriately that as a nation, the risk is relatively low, there are parts of the country right now that are having community spread in which the risk there is clearly a bit more than that. And you know the places, you know, Washington State, California, New York, and Florida. But Governor Ron DeSantis has repeatedly said that's not the case. He said he believes the label came from a few cases tied to a cruise service company at Port Everglades in Broward County, which health officials in Florida do not consider community spread. We do not have, uh, I I spoke with uh, uh, Director Redfield and Dr. Fauci last night, so Florida was identified as, as one of the four states, and, and it was said that there was, quote, community spread. We discussed, because that three-person cluster in Broward can all be linked to the cruise ship, uh, that that technically doesn't qualify as community spread. There should be multiple people uh, who we don't know where they got it from. Um, and so, so we, didn't, we haven't necessarily done, gotten to that point yet. Today, we're going to talk to our general assignment reporter, Zach Sampson, who's been covering the spread of coronavirus in Florida since the first case was announced last week. Uh, So, Zach, your most recent story for The Times really hones in on the disagreement between the state and federal officials on the scope of the problem. So what's going on here? Yeah, I'm I think it's a little bit confusing. And, you know, people are trying to sort to the bottom of of just how bad the spread of coronavirus is. And when we're looking at that, one of the things that both the state and federal government are focused on is, is tracing the contacts of people who test positive uh, for coronavirus. And by tracing the contacts, you get a sense of how much it's spreading and for what reasons it, it, it is spreading. Mm-hmm. And so as people are probably well aware, 
you know, this started in China and it's sort of steadily moved west across the globe and now it's here in the United States. So this is something that has been spreading largely through people who travel, you know, serving as couriers, basically bringing the virus to different countries. Now, once it get, takes root in a place like you're seeing in Italy, you start to see something where it's, it's spreading just within the country itself. Um, and, and that's sort of where we're trying to figure out where we're at with the United States and where we're going. So is that what community spread is when the disease just spreads from the community rather than through travel? Community spread is a big term right now and one that we're trying to sort out here in Florida, right? Mm -hmm. Because we don't have a sense of, you know, the federal government is saying uh, there's community spread in four states. This is as of Tuesday, um, which feels like months ago now. But as of Tuesday, there's community spread in four states and one of them is Florida. And the state of Florida is saying we don't have community spread. And so where's the truth lie in that? You have officials who are saying both things, but it's, it's very consequential because that determines the response. You know, according to uh, Dr. Fauci, who's a lot of who a lot of people are hearing from mm-hmm. and who's who's you know, he served six presidents. He's he's been in his role for a long time. He's yeah. an infectious disease expert. Community spread means that those places are at just a little bit more risk. Something we've heard about coronavirus from the start is that the risk to the American public remains pretty low. Yeah. Um, but even in sp- those community spread places. Yeah. You know, even in those community spread places, but it would be a little bit higher. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that would demand a greater response. Um, things like cancellations, uh, you know, and, and, and social distancing. And so that's kind of where we're at is, is Florida in community spread right now? We've had a hard time getting a correct answer, um, or a unified answer from the federal government and from the state. And what that leads people to do is is not have a good understanding and and what experts tell us is that leads to more fear or panic yeah uh, about where the situation really is the state has said our cases are largely travel related uh travel related is a kind of broad term right now Mm -hmm. as florida is applying it we learned yesterday that um florida is saying travel related is both if you yourself traveled out of the state or if you came into contact with someone who traveled out of the state and might be exposed which is a little bit different than a lot of experts were telling us in our conversations as we've started, tried to wrap our hands around this. So you don't really have a clear answer if we are experiencing a community spread or not. We don't have state and federal officials agreeing on this. And it's not just disagreement. We've had, you know, inaccurate information from state officials as well. And a lot of other examples of just confusion when reporting and coming out with what's really happening here. So when we are getting these conflicting reports, how how can we sort fact from fiction readers and, and people just consuming the news figure out what's right and what's not? Yeah, I think that's a really good question. And it's certainly one that we're seeing uh, pop up on social media and, and in our emails and on phone calls is where do I go to to have trustworthy information? And that's something that's really consequential, right? Mm-hmm. The World Health Organization has labeled this a pandemic. People need solid information. So I think I'd break it down into a couple of things. One is is preparedness, right, and risk. And when you talk to people who deal with infectious diseases, and, and I talked to somebody from UF yesterday, Dr. Derek Cummings, and as to this question of community spread or not, he said there are so many tests that are outstanding in Florida mm-hmm. and so many people still to be tested that the prudent thing to do is to assume there is community spread and to err on the side of over-preparation. And that means things like considering canceling schools, which you saw... Um, just this morning. Univers- yeah, just, just this morning some schools canceled. And also universities are moving to online learning. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, he said that that should be the working assumption. Right. So even when there's some of those those lack of clarities, you know, that 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 lack of clarity on information preparation is good. 
So the last thing I wanted to ask you is, uh, how do you think privacy laws play into these cases of coronavirus when they're revealed? Does HIPAA make it harder to report this stuff? And I'm sure you remember this, but when it all started way back, you know, two weeks ago, uh, the Florida Department of Health waited 24 hours after finding out about two positive coronavirus cases before informing the public. Yeah, I think that, you know, patient privacy privacy is always something that's... um an issue for healthcare coverage. I think it makes it a challenge, right? Because justifiably, um, there's a concern about disclosing people's medical information and, and that's, that's sensitive. And so in, in the case of coronavirus, it's still something that I think is actively part of what continues to shef- shift in the messaging about this, um, is, you know, even earlier than that, when the state first, um, s- started talking about coronavirus, they were not even disclosing the exact number of people tested. That wasn't exclusively to do with HIPAA, but it was about this sort of red tape bureaucracy that surrounds disclosure of healthcare information. And and so with HIPAA, it's part of why the state, you know, the state has invoked patient privacy as part of the reason why they're not saying like exactly the communities where tests have been taken or where people might be being held in isolation or quarantine. And the concern there is about identifying people, especially in Florida's smaller communities. And so what that means is that there is this this push pull that runs mm-hmm. through all coronavirus coverage of, OK, at what point can we go pretty granular with the details versus at what point is there kind of this open ended, vague sense of this is what's going on that maybe leads people to more questions, but is is done in the name of patient privacy. Well, this has been super informative, Zach. I really thank you for taking the time to come on and talk about these things briefly, but sure we'll have you on in the future. Uh, Thanks again. Thank you. Okay, everyone, that does it for today's episodes. Please be sure to subscribe to our podcast. And as always, for the latest information on coronavirus in Florida, you can visit tampabay.com slash coronavirus. We've also created a Facebook group so you can easily find all of our reporting, ask questions, or share concerns. You can find a link to join that group in the description of this podcast. This has been Coronavirus in Florida. Thanks for listening.